0: tonight we're doing it the ice road the new liam neeson film on hmm. netflix uh just supposed to be on but there was a scheduling conflict because she is our resident liam neeson fan uh right. but we'll we'll have to we'll have to make do without uh this just feels like cheating
1: refer- big time
0: well, I'll just put her two cents in on I. I, I guess what I'm assuming she would say is every <laughs> Liam Neeson movie since Taken is Taken on the blank or Taken in the blank. So yes. the nonstop movie that was Taken on a plane, uh, Commuters, Taken on a, on a train. One yeah. of our first ones we did was another ice yes. Liam Neeson one that was Taken in the snow. So I guess this is Taken oh. in the snow again, like maybe. Taken on the ice. There was one earlier this year called The Marksman that came out. I was like taken on like the border uh all <laughs> kinds of it's just Liam Neeson and he's going to have to beat up the bad guys to save the good people. Well, he's going to uh, find
1: you and he's going to kill you. I mean, that's pretty much what Yes, going
0: he's going to find you and he's going to kill you. And then, yeah. again, the 69-year-old now Liam Neeson, most unlikely action star I have ever seen, where a guy who was in like romantic films and like like Oscar bait movies for in the '90s and early 2000s, and now he's he's ass kicker, but he's it's not as like low budget as like what's like Stallone and like Bruce Willis and like those guys are doing. Like they do like like real bad stuff. Liam Neeson stuff still gets theater releases. It still gets uh, like like this is number one on Netflix right now. You're not gonna see a a Jean Claude Van Damme movie become number one on Netflix. Like he's a he still has some pull uh, that's above the other old yeah. ass kickers. He's so, got some uh,
1: actor cachet behind him, I think. And will he still have it once we're done reviewing this one? Remains to be seen.
0: I think his, before we go into the, the plot, I I think his movies have a, for me, they have a higher floor and like a lower ceiling than most most actors who, it's like, it's their movie. Like, yeah. eh, the Takens are about as high as you can get. I liked uh, the the one just not the other snow one that just and i did and i haven't seen any that are like 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 offensively bad like maybe a c minus is kind of like the 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 bottom it's not I, i don't see a lot of movies of his where they're just like Unredeemable in any way, but uh, yeah, this is this is Ice Road. After a remote diamond mine collapses in far northern Canada, a big rig ice road driver must lead an impossible rescue mission over a frozen ocean to save the trapped miners. So you know you can guess what's going on there. If you haven't seen uh, the Ice Road, it's on Netflix. Hour forty-eight, I think. So medium-ish length movie. Number one, which has been pretty. Hit or miss more miss than hit for us recently. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. Liam Neeson, you know what you're getting into on Netflix. We're gonna spoil it. Now we rate things here at Films with the Yeah. We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. There was an explosion in a mine in Manitoba, and it traps twenty-six miners, and they have to uh find a way to get him out we find that the business behind the mining thing had some shady practices uh so mike mccann is our hero that is liam neeson's character he looks after his brother gertie who is uh he has some sort of uh disability uh because of an accident that happened while he was serving in iraq i think he said yeah um so he's got like a speech speech impediment kind of thing
1: yeah like a traumatic brain injury you know Situation, probably plus PTSD.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, and, and Mike's like a driver, and Gertie is like the handyman mechanic, like he's still very capable in that way, but he can't do some more, you know, basic things, so Mike has to look after him, Mike also, you know, if you insult his brother, he's gonna punch you, and that's how he loses his job at the beginning, uh, so they're hard up for money, and they're in a bad situation, and then this opportunity comes across to drive across the ice roads, uh, but it's April, so they've already started melting, the ice roads have been shut down for five weeks, and they're very dangerous, because, you know, obviously they're not going to stay frozen, especially during the daytime, and the guy putting this together is Jim Goldenrod, it's Lawrence Fishburne, he runs this ice trucking outlet, and he needs a team to do this, they're going to get a pretty big paycheck for it. Uh, and so Mike and Gertie are are hired on. Jim's gonna go, and then the third truck is gonna be run by uh, Tantu, who is a Native American woman who has a brother in the mine, so she has a personal vested stake. She also has a history with Jim uh, that's a little shady. Uh, and then we also have a uh, kind of tag-along guy, uh, Tom Varney, who is a representative of the insurance company that is covering this this trek. And uh, so he has been appointed to go along with them and make sure everything's by the book. Uh, and they are going to, these three trucks are going to head up and try to get to the miners before they run out of oxygen. Uh, we kind of fire fo- uh, follow the miner story too. There's a little struggle, power struggle going on down there about, no, I'll run out of oxygen. Do we have to... Make some sacrifices, that kind of stuff, and uh, there's going to be betrayals, and Liam Neeson's going to punch some people. So, the plot. <laughs> what do you think of the plot, Mama Kay?
1: Well, I want to say straight away that I did learn something in this. Um, I had no idea that they were that you mine for diamonds in Upper Canada. Um, I don't know why I thought that was like exclusive of like South Africa. Um, I suppose.
0: Diamonds was it diamond about. mining specifically? I didn't know what I didn't even know what they were. Mining. Yeah, they were diamond
1: mining specifically. So I was like, okay, well, this is anytime. I mean, by now, I'm sure most people are aware that there is um, an actual show that's like a reality show called Ice Road Truckers, um, right. and I've seen. I probably haven't seen a full episode of it, but I think I've seen enough to. Uh, understand that when you're ice road trekking you're the reason you have an ice road is because you're going across frozen water it's basically a frozen lake um, right. and that it's very dangerous even in the best of circumstances uh, so clearly our you know our to be heroes are not in the best circumstance they get there because of You know, this this explosion that happens, that's methane gas, and it's very uh, dubious about how this this happened. Um, I think if you look at the plot as a, this is a one sentence plot, that this is what's happened, and we're going to have these people come and rescue, I'm okay with it. Anything beyond that, uh, the way that it played out in this was just, wow, when you're talking about having, you know, a pretty high floor and a low ceiling for a Liam Neeson movie, I'm bummed because this actually just puts it, this takes all of the numbers down for me. It's just, I, the, the writing in this, the delivery, the triteness of the characters, the fact that, so let's be clear about this. They have three trucks, right? That are going up to help these people because of, because of redundancy. And they even say that as, as they say that they're going to have three trucks going up. I'm like, Oh, Truck number one, something bad going to happen. Truck number two, something bad going to happen. Because... Well, yeah, three trucks only... are going
0: up, you know one's going to make it. Like You know regardless. one's going to make like...
1: it. And it's sort of like, oh, this is the weakest... This is the weakest of the weak sauces that exist. Like, you know from the very beginning... That major plot line that's going to happen. So, nothing that happens at that point is surprising for me, except for how badly it's done and how badly it's portrayed by, I mean, Lawrence Fishburne. We've got Lawrence Fishburne in here and Liam Neeson. I, I consider Lawrence Fishburne a little bit, you know, higher on the acting scale, I think, than I do for Liam Neeson, but I have I
0: two disagree. of them. La- you disagree? Lawrence, well, I don't know about pursed like them individually, but Lawrence does more low budgety, not good stuff than Liam does these days. Uh,
1: Right. I'm not talking about the things that they put out there for us to watch. I'm thinking more about what they're these days. You might be right. But I'm thinking if you're looking at the whole we talked about this a little bit, the whole portfolio. um, I think that, you know, the reason people are watching this probably is because they're like, well, it has Liam Neeson and Lawrence Fishburne. How bad can it be? Well, you're going to find out. Watch the movie. It's number one on Netflix, but it's not it can't be there. I'm like, why is this recommended? We've done this so many times. We've gone down this road, so to speak, um, and plummeted through the ice several times, you know, in the last, I don't know, six, eight months, COVID times uh, with a Netflix situation. So um, I would buy the plot as a whole, as a one sentence plot, how it was acted, how it was enacted and acted. And this is really bad. The plot is
0: a one. Ooh, really? That's that's quite. The okay, the plots
1: it. a one and a half because I have to go somewhere with this. So,
0: yeah. Uh, so I, I like to I like to break movies down to thirds typically because they typically can be. Uh, first third is beginning to first incident that goes wrong, which is the this is Lawrence Fishburne's truck has a problem. Middle middle third is they deal with a betrayal. And then final third, I guess, is you you reunite the two separated trucks, and then we get the conclusion. Uh, First third, I thought was perfectly fine. Um, Your mileage will vary on this based on if if you're okay with, you already know every single thing that will happen after the first five to ten minutes. Once once every character's been introduced, you you know, know... Everything. You know who's the betrayer, you know who yep. dies first, you know who yep. dies second, and you you know, you know it maybe someone else, and then you could the only maybe is Gertie, I guess, if the, is is if he lives or dies, but you also probably still can guess which what will happen. Um yeah. so if you're and then the same thing with the with the situation in the mine, you know they're gonna make it just in time and the, the good guy the good guy miners will beat will beat out the bad guy miners or whatever right. their situation is so if if you can if you can survive if you if you don't mind knowing everything then you just have to look at all right do I enjoy the action sequences as they go are they fun uh, fun made are there any clever devices that make me engaged and I'd argue there's some I don't think this is a one, one and a half star plot. Uh, I, I think the first third is pretty solid when they're just starting off and like going through the ice. I like just the, the vibe of the team. Uh, I don't like the middle betrayal because it's just like, it makes our hero look pretty stupid. Cause I like, why would you do that? Why would you trust the insurance man? Um, and then and then we're kind of separated for a while, and not a whole lot happens except fixing the trucks. Uh, and then the end is, like, a middle-ish, like, you know, like, oh, there's some good stuff. It runs a little long. Um, it, it kind of runs out of steam at the end. Uh, That's but the fight I, I sequences the... were way too long. Way too Yeah, long. there are, but... Wh- like there's some cl- like clever like uh, like they can't like the bad guys can't shoot them because the, the whole thing is the bad guys want to insurance fraud the this thing they want to they want them to fail and they want and the insurance guy is gonna tell like say it was the driver's fault so that they don't have to pay anything out that's their whole goal is the, and also they don't want the mine to be they don't want the miners to be saved because then they'll find right. out that they cut corners there too I don't know why the insurance company is in charge of the mine and the ice road people. Like I don't know why it's or or I guess the insurance company hired the Ice Road Company to go and to go and save them. So I think the mine
1: people hired the insur or had the insurance company you know, that's the insurance company for the mine people, and then the insurance company hired Lawrence Fishburne and whoever he could drag out in,
0: you know, twenty four hours. Right, this. and they got to make sure the miners die because they're cutting corners there, and they don't want it to be found out that they we're cutting corners. So right. they have to have all this. This rescue mission needs to fail for the insurance company to get get their way and get away with their their crookery. So the, right can't can like you you know just because you know everything it doesn't necessarily make it uh, not a good plot. It's it's especially for for you know this. It, I don't think this is trying to rise above regular action movie. So I'm gonna give it like a two and a half i'm gonna give it a two and a half i think it's a passable uneven some actually good tense moments plot uh, it's 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 towards the floor but i don't think this is breaking through the bottom of the the neeson floor for me you know uh, what? i'm th- gonna th- go
1: i'm gonna reneg on mine and go give it a two because i'm thinking that the problems that i have with this movie be are beyond that so let's
0: okay they're beyond I'm the an- plot okay
1: there be i mean the plot is a problem for me because you how you set it up so much but okay you're you're, so you're, we got, you're you're working me here
0: all right so we got we got mike and gertie uh, uh we got jim goldenrod we got uh Tontu, and we got tom the traitor those are your five guys on the road <laughs> everyone else we get little sprinkles of i mean you get right. the, ba- the bad the bad mustache twirling scotch swirling ceo villain guys you got, uh, and then you got a couple of minor characters who are minor characters. Um, so, what do you think <laughs> of these characters? Okay.
1: Um. Well, I mean, we don't want to put the CEO in it. They were very, very, very careful to pull the CEO out of this uh, hornet's nest, actually. And the people who are in charge of the bad, of them want, you know, not wanting to have this whole thing succeed, are actually more. I mean, they're not middle managers, but they're definitely my—they're managers of the mine. They're the white-collar people at the mine. The CEO, on the other hand, we find out later, doesn't have any uh, idea what's yeah, going on here. I guess that's
0: true. But yeah, so, but boss, boss men... Not, right. I mean, I don't really know why they had to do it that way, because, like, why do we... I don't know why we have to...
1: Then it literally it this- lets off the whole corporation thing, you know, we don't want corporations to look bad. Okay. Well, but we've done everything else in this film with these characters to be, uh, t- to, have some really flat one dimensional, uh, characters. Everyone's represented here. Um, so I think that it's really flat and boring that way. And, the guy, the uh, the brother Gertie, uh, he has trouble. He has trouble saying what his, his thoughts are in his head. He he mixes up words. His sentences are a little scrambled and backward. And honestly, he was the most interesting of the characters because of that. Lawrence Fishburne character is a throwaway who might be the dumbest one there. I mean, Liam Neeson's character is pretty dumb. We're trusting the insurance guy, but <laughs> I also... don't know
0: why they trusted the insurance guy. This is the dumb. I, and his like he's clearly like like he's they made him the bad guy immediately, even if he did before they reveal because they made him racist. Can't have a racist good yeah. guy, so he's got to because he's he's caught. Call, he's calling uh, Tonto the you people. He she you know he's right, and this is before he's revealed to be the bad guy. Like okay, well you've you right. shown your hand five minutes before you had to.
1: Yeah, he's. I mean, there's there are no there are really very few surprises in this movie um it's really difficult to buy liam neeson in this role because he looks every every day of his age in this movie i mean he looks clint Eastwoody in this movie um and that's hard to buy an action hero clint that... eastwood
0: still ki- was still kicking ass just a couple years ago the, the mule he was 90 i, I bought him <laughs> way more in the
1: mule th- for sure than i buy this but i mean this is this is yeah I mean, that had more of a storyline to it that was, you know, interesting, but um, this is just a Liam Neeson action piece and they've got to stop. I mean, I understand there's a new uh, Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford coming out and that terrifies the shit out of me because
0: yeah, he's 10 years older than Neeson.
1: I, it's really scary for me because, you know, that is... And
0: he looks older. Harrison Ford looks he, like he's about to pass away.
1: He does. And well, and so did Liam Neeson in this movie. I, I get it. He's a grizzled truck driver. Um, I would love to see what like any truck driver or any like ice road trucker dude, they would just rip this thing to shreds. So many things about it. Um, not just the character. We'll go into that, I guess, in the next segment. But, um, yeah, the characters are flat. They're not really believable. They have terrible dialogue to deal with the the miners it's it's sort of like you're watching the same thing happen on the road as you're watching with the miners they're like you know they've got a couple of the guys that are a little oh what's going on here and they're also racist too against the the brother of the um of is it the brother or the cousin of tantu
0: i forget he's he's, the, he's brother. the brother yeah who in happens pen, you to got... be in the mine yeah, you got him. He's the well there's there's like three miners that have any lines in that down there. The rest right. are literally just sitting against a wall and Broken. slowly dying. You got yeah. yeah, you got brother, you've got like kinda of good manager and like kind of bad foreman who like was in on it somehow. Like he took the bribe or I don't really understood. Yeah, well and can we
1: talk about but, the bribe for a second? A hundred dollars a month. They got a hundred dollars a month in their paycheck so that they wouldn't have the censors working for the um, carbon monoxide or I mean I don't know how much they
0: make but that's like not that's like nothing that's like probably not even a day's pay
1: I can't imagine that diamond miners are like you know that they make the twelve dollars an hour even if this is Canada I think they probably have a higher living wage than we do but I think that yeah when they said hundred dollars I was like no these people aren't doing this for a hundred dollars these people are not these people are away from their families and you know I can't imagine that that's what's happening here uh, it just makes it stupider, actually. So the characters, characters are really bad. They're, you know, the names, Mike McCann and Jim Goldenwood or Goldenrod or whatever it is like, What the hell is this? This guy wrote this in like, I don't know, four days and said, I have something. Netflix, how you feeling? So and it's away from people. Maybe we can film it. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't, I'm not, I'm not about these characters. So I'm, I'm going down from my two. I'm giving these characters a one and a half.
0: The actor who played Gertie, this is his first acting role in 10 years.
1: He was an actor before?
0: He, he's a Belgian actor. And, uh, yeah, and he's in he's in a bunch of stuff as just random kind of guys, but yeah, he did not act for he was he was fine in this. I liked him best, so he was all right. Yeah, I mean, he's all right. Um, I, I you know I think the my least favorite character is the insurance guy because mm. I still don't I, st- I still don't understand like he has to play the meek like oh no like what, we got to turn back guys like this is looks dangerous and then he becomes like a like a badass hunter guy who like <laughs> I work for a different part of the company. I'm and it, 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 just like I'm sure I, an ice road trucker watching this would be like that's not really how we do any of this. I, right. I as someone in the white collar business world, I'm like there's no insurance guy who goes around and like assassinating people so they don't have to do payouts. That just that's not. you you, you can read all the weird like random stories you want that's not there's no department for that so uh, ridiculous ridiculous character and not Benjamin Walker don't don't not familiar with too too much of the things he's done so Eh, Mm -hmm. not not a good not a good anything there Uh, I wish I mean the minor and then all the minor stuff like do we do we need this do we need to keep going back to show them I guess we have to to remind the audience what why we're doing this in the first place. Yeah. Yep. But I uh, like it, it, we we spend just the right amount of time to not care at all. Like just enough to remind <laughs> us and like not enough to actually de- like develop any character down there. What's the what's the plot down there that they they tapped the, the the line and like that's why the guy's important, the guy who knows morse code is important. Right. Um, yeah, no, nothing with there. I still think Liam Neeson's got enough juice left in the tank to punch people in the face and drive no. his truck and slam it into people. not this I think Liam Neeson.
1: This Liam Neeson still- is so haggard, so haggard. The
0: part's the only part. There's one particular scene where I noticed it, and that's at the end when he has to fight Tom, the bad guy, and the truck's rolling away. And Mike gets in front and he starts running. <laughs> and then Tom behind. Tom is like, it looks like he's going for a slow jog. While, the, while he's I forgot sprinting about with his heart out. That oh, it's yeah. That's the kind of things where, like, because I think he can still work in an action movie when he's in a car and he like, if you do creative camera work, you can still th- show him throwing a punch or two. It's when he has to run. It's when he has to run that I'm like, Oh, you can't run anymore. You're 70. You can't run. Well, it
1: was just him getting out and like doing stuff to when they had to like hook up different trucks and all that kind of stuff. That is also very uh, unrealistic. He was that slow looks at fine that. I think yeah, that old that, at
0: I don't know. I thought that looked that looked fine. To, like it looked fine to me. I think, especially especially towards the end when they have to switch the truck part, like the truck, uh, like the, the beds over. <laughs> right. Like they, is... they super cut it because you can't show. There's no way you could actually do all that that quick with the situation as it was. No. That's like a half so, day
1: activity in the best world and not yeah. on
0: ice road. So, no, yeah, they, but we have 45 reading.
1: minutes left. So yeah.
0: yeah, 45 minutes till they run out of oxygen. Like they have that exact, exact timer down. Like, right. That. Like they knew exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, you knew, I, I wish Jim lasted a little longer. I knew he was for, I knew he was first to go. Cause it's and <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne in the credits when it's and somebody, you know, that person's in it for six minutes. Um, yeah, but, but that was I a thought cut this... the check moment. He was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah no, i thought this i thought his character was fine like he you know like i it, it it hit the right character beats of like all right we're going up and then we lose the mo- like the most experienced leader guy oh no and then the characters turn on each other and like i, I like i, I like you just like oh, i wish that one guy were still alive because then they could stop this and it wouldn't be that wouldn't be a problem anymore and then we could have it solved but you know then the movie wouldn't happen but i think that it's it's kind of cheap tension but i think it's still tension that kind of works uh i didn't feel that at
1: all honestly when lauren spishburn's character was gone i was like oh it doesn't feel like we have experience that's left the building it just feels like oh now we only have two trucks
0: i was just i i still like when the trucks are tipped over i'm like how are they gonna get out of this one i generally thought like i know they have to but how will they and i think there's enough of the, I know that I know what's going to happen. So the fun for me is to see what they choose to do. And sometimes it's really dumb and sometimes it's like, it's kind of okay. I like, I also like the little big, I guess we're, we're going go to visual and sound now. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll give it a two for the characters. Uh, uh, so I'll, I'll go first. Visual sound because I like the little bobbleheads that they have to like tell yeah. when the ice starts to fluctuate. I have no idea if that's a real thing. It probably is not, but if it is, that's pretty cool. I like that they like because they they all get in the trucks at the beginning and they're getting ready to go. They all show them getting in, putting the bobblehead on, and they all got the different one for their personality. Uh, and then the. Uh, I, I like I like that that pays off and that's how you kill the bad guy. Um, I'm I like the snowmobiles going after the after the after the truck and Liam Neeson and, and Gertie punching the guys and throwing them off. I still see when <laughs> I I still buy I can still buy Liam Neeson in a car punching people. It's for it's just when he has to run so far for me that I I can't believe they're running anymore. What else? Anything else? I mean, stuff goes into ice. Are um, we not going to
1: talk about the avalanche?
0: The avalanche? Uh, you, I, I, it didn't stick out as particularly one way or another, good or bad to me. Did you? I, I, I don't have much yeah. else to say other than I like the bobbleheads and I like when the ice fluctuates. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good tension thing. And I like. I just like the cool overhead shots of the three trucks and the three different colors. And you got the music in the background. You're like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, yeah, go get them, guys. Um, so, I'll give the visual sound like a two and a half. Uh, so go ahead with avalanche what
1: Well, see, I might like some of those pieces too, but the the cool things about this movie are very few, and I think you mentioned most of them uh, and then but the bad parts about this are so bad. Um, there's the I'll start with the Avalanche, even though that's close to the end of the movie where our bad guy somehow commandeered um, snow machines, snow machines versus, uh, big rig seems like a no brainer. Sorry. Um, but the snow machines are, you know, chasing and they seem to be doing okay. And these are, these are the bad guys, henchmen that are coming and they can't shoot. So they've got to figure out how to attack the truck one way or another, which is one way the truck could, should just like completely annihilate them, honestly. Um, but, he's on a snow machine and then he's off a snow machine and he's in a truck. And then, then, then this, not, not a four, not a, not a 18 wheeler, but just like a regular, like army truck or whatever. Yeah. And it goes over this mountain rolling, 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 rolling. Finally stops. He gets out, grabs a snow machine and gets to the top of the hill, starts an avalanche with some blaster shit and all of this is when we still have like four, only forty-five minutes left before the, and probably more like twenty minutes left at this point before the miners run out of air. And I'm just like,
0: yeah, he can okay. uh, he can kind of get to places quickly.
1: He's he's a superhero. <laughs> he belongs like in the superhero universe because
0: it happens at the end too when Mike when Mike finally throws to- uh, the 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 chip or the. the truck into the side of the snowbank and it sinks and it kills the bad guy and then he's able to make it to the bridge just like climbing to it oh yeah he, he does and the like,
1: same thing too it's just somehow the bridge is just right over that hill these aren't hills though these are fucking mountains like it's not it's not like you're just going you know to the park and then there's a hill and there's a baseball diamond down in the bottom of the hill that's not what this is this is like mountain stuff because um, they're blasting in to get diamonds in canada that's we've we've Uh, set that up uh all of that is completely unbelievable almost everything to do with the trucks is unbelievable um the fact that they at one point i don't know if we talked about this but they connect all three trucks which from the overhead seems really cool to watch but um each one of those is carrying what did they say 45 tons of material of this uh what is it called that they're carrying it's like some sort of thing that's going to help I have no idea and get the no miners idea. out.
0: Yeah, nobody yeah, knows so what it is. So specific equipment that only yeah. they can get that they don't have at the mining site which you think that they, they would don't have, have it. at
1: the mining site but there's three available like in this Podunk town in Canada um, that they can that they can get. So it's not that's not a problem. And they don't mind losing two of them. They're probably, you know, multi-million dollar uh, pieces of equipment well, i was
0: wondering about the ins- what's the insurance payout that they're avoiding here by not saving the people because like that's a lot of equipment you guys just lost
1: exactly i mean it's, it's probably a big i mean they're still gonna have to pay insurance for the people that are lost that's the thing they're still gonna have. To i guess pay that's what they're really insurance. trying
0: i think well i think that's what they're trying to avoid is proof that it, that it's that they shouldn't have been there in the first place because there was a gas pocket so yeah they it's gonna have, be they the wouldn't whole... have gotten anything
1: yeah well yeah all of that's unbelievable some of the it's it's not it's not very interesting i think the ice stuff is a little bit interesting it's really you know the camera work that they used when um when uh, goldenrod's leg got caught in these chains in order to haul something have to be like super thick but it looks like maybe you know it looks like a rope on a lobster boat as opposed to a giant chain that you would use to haul up a a rig carrying a forty-five ton piece of something or another. So. What
0: I really don't understand about him's leg getting stuck is that when they show it, it's just like a twist. It's like a one rope. It's like the rope goes and it wraps around and then it comes off yes. the other side. It's not a knot. It's just a twist. No. So but when they're trying they to cut, say that, but when he cuts the rope, he should be able to just get out of it.
1: Yeah, but it's it's too late by then, Brennan. It's too late.
0: He's just it's in the too- water. He's not like it's not like like and if it's leg broken, no, he, he can still use still- your
1: arms. I know, but they're trying to tell you that because it went around his ankle one time that he's still connected to it and that it's dragging him underwater and he will die and be forever in whatever lake. They're in it's just,
0: Manitoba. It can't, it can't keep tension if, if the line is cut. That's the only thing keeping the tension.
1: Well, I, I got you. But also when they were showing his leg in it, there wasn't a lot of tension on it. I don't know if you noticed that there was some movement going on on either side of his leg. And I'm like, this is just so bad. I mean, is it the editing? Is it post-production that's really, really bad? at it? Did they not have any usable footage? I think maybe... Um, I can that see crashed at the would... end
0: too. The last truck, the last truck yeah. with the bad guy in it. That looked yeah. like it like hit a wall and then disappeared. And that then, like exactly, a, like a quick like copy, copy or cut, paste, delete yeah. thing there. And yeah, also, I, I think there's...
1: I, I just think like an eighteen wheeler with that kind of uh, towage in it on it. I don't know much about trucks, like basically. I guess from my half episode of Ice Road Truckers, but um, I would get the way that they're going back and forth in a couple of those scenes for different reasons where, you know, they're almost jackknifing the truck and back and forth and and they can recover. And I'm thinking, you know, even at 35 miles an hour or what they're doing, I just feel like that's not likely to happen. These people can't be that great of drivers to do this. So... A lot of that's problematic. Being inside, I didn't feel... I mean, the mine seemed like... The area where the miners were were at after the explosion seemed really pretty comfortable. Except for the fact that they didn't have a lot of, you know, uh, air to breathe. But, you know, it was a nice big space. And I was like, I don't know. This just feels like if there was a mine collapse, people would be a lot dirtier. And, yeah. Uh, it just didn't work for me. The... The people, the management of the mine—that none of that worked for me. That was just awful. The acting in that was was terrible, and and the way that they're sort of up on this perch and oh, I just—it was just so bad. And then having the CEO come in and not be part of the whole thing, uh, bad. And then the classic at the end—you have to have it where Liam Neeson punches somebody in the face. Oh, it's yes. awesome. yeah so that was that was i was okay with i was okay gotta gotta have that payoff (laughs) yeah but this is uh this is a ice road trucker wreck not just a train wreck but that um of a movie and it's bad badly made it's a this is where i'm gonna give the one and a half because it's not
0: good so we could, you just kind of talked about the end. Uh, you can go right into your residence and feel. I mean, they make it just in time. Gertie gets stuck yeah. in the gate. He dies. So we lose Gertie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, at the end, he's going to th- We do cut to three months later. And now uh, Tantu running the Goldenrods old shop. And Mike got a gold color truck in honor of Jim. And then it's uh, got on the license plate truck, truck, truck. Because that's what Gertie wanted to call the truck, 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 truck. So uh, uh, residence and feel okay.
1: Wow, didn't nobody see that ending coming? I mean, you saw the whole movie coming, so didn't nobody see I didn't anything. know
0: if it was going to be called Truck, 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 or if it was going to be called Gertie. Those were the two choices.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Truck, Truck, Truck was... Uh, that was going to happen. Yeah.
0: Ugh. We also had Chekhov's rat. We didn't talk about Chekhov's rat. The pet rat that bites the guy's hand.
1: Yeah, because that's, that's actually an important plot point in the movie that, that helps you know move the things along a little bit. There's... <sighs> it's really bad. I mean... I can watch some bad Liam Neeson stuff and you can, you know, this was this was really not good and he needs to kinda of hang up the action hero sequences. I really hope there's not a taken four or five, whatever's coming after whatever the last one was. Um Resonance and Feel for this is a one. I'm never gonna see this movie again.
0: Uh this has, you know, no, no stick factor. There's no uh you know there's no i'm going to kill you monologue or action <laughs> right. scene or get off my plane joke. i know that's the wrong yeah. movie but yeah 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 but like there's no there's no that line that or or thing that's going to stick uh, it's it's disposable. Uh, I didn't hate watching it though. I wasn't I wasn't like really bored. Like I wasn't really that bored watching it. I, it ebbed and flowed a little, but for the most part, I was I was content and comfortable watching it. I've been watching. I've I, I'm a Nick Cage Cage completionist, so I've been working through that. <laughs> and so perhaps it's because this was bookended by a couple of you know the. Low-budget Nick Cage movies, and I'm like, this is a fine film. Like, I don't understand. Like, the, I was looking at the criticals reviews, and they're not they're not terrible. They're 47, which is like like I said that that you're not gonna get above 71 or two with a Liam Neeson movie, but you're not gonna. I don't I don't see many that hit below a 40. Like, they're usually in that living in that mid, like uh, that. B to C territory. Yeah, but
1: this one really does, though. I think if you weren't... If you didn't have the whole Nick Cage piece around you, you might feel a little differently.
0: I guess if I watch only, like, excellent movies... I, I don't know. I was just... I was fine. Like, like, when I sometimes when I watch movies, I literally can't, like, stay awake. I can't pay attention. Like, they're just so absurdly yeah. horrible that, like, I can't... And it's, it's especially that way with, like, comedies. I give action movies a lot more leeway because, like, we got to something new Fast and Furious movie. Like, they it knows it knows. It's aware of the dumb of the dumbness. And whereas you get a dumb comedy and like uh, you laugh at a dumb action movie and you're supposed to laugh at a good comedy, so it's a bad comedy, it's cringe and it's it's yeah. just a, a rating thing in my head. So I I'm I at like I will give this a two because I wasn't miserable watching it. It's just not a no, I... no stick.
1: I probably after the first twenty minutes of the movie, I probably looked, I don't know, seven or eight times to how much time was left in this movie. And I don't think I checked.
0: I might have checked once or twice. I think I checked once at the end when it was taking a while. Like when the truck like when they were
1: fighting inside the truck cab for, I don't know, ten minutes. When Mike and
0: Tom kept fighting on the ice while Gertie and (laughs) Taco. And the truck is slowly
1: moving away. Yeah, and yeah and then
0: yeah, mike's running and then jim yeah. is jogging by, or tom's jogging behind him to give him the give him that uh uh oh, they gotta not let him run anymore like he can he could do a he could do a the mule where he's mostly just in a car and like he yeah. pulls a gun on you and maybe he punches. It's, get,
1: it's getting a one from me the amount of times that i had to look and see how much time was left and also the amount of times where i was like oh come on no 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 i, didn't, that I, I, I guess i just actually didn't, I didn't saying have that, that out loud
0: I didn't have that nearly as much. I, uh, I I was pretty. It's not. It's also not so bad. It's good. There's not. It's not that. It's not that no. kind of thing. No. Um, the bad like the bad stuff kind of just wa- wa- for me comes out in a wash. Oh, we're at the end. We're on This is plenty yeah. of time on this. You, you recommending this movie, Ice Road. No. Do yourself
1: a favor and maybe watch an episode or part of an episode of Ice Road Truckers instead.
0: No, I, I, I've never seen that, but that doesn't interest me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give it a soft recommend. This is like a, I think it's a two and a half star movie. Um, I think you're
1: bending to the public.
0: No, nah, I think it's fine. I we just did Awake. I, that that has a, what is that fifteen percent lower than this? And I think that's a genuinely good movie. And no one likes that movie. But this is I think this is fine. Like I didn't dis, I didn't was not uncomfortable or dislike my time. Watching it, and I do not regret watching it. I like having it in my catalog now. It's towards oh. the back end. It's not the worst Liam Neeson movie I've seen. I've seen ones that are that I'd liked less than this. Um, I think if you're going in expecting Liam Neeson ass kicker movie, you're going to get what you're you're looking for. And me to other Brennan's, I would say this is perfectly perfectly fine C level <laughs> material and uh, an okay way to pass an hour forty eight.
1: Me to all the other Mama K's, it's like. They're not going to want to watch Ice Road Truckers either, but I mean, uh, go pick up something in his, uh, you know, I don't know, romantic comedy
0: catalog. So one soft recommend, one pretty strong not recommend for the yes. Ice Road. Uh, I don't know what Jess would have said. Jess- I was just
1: wondering that myself.
0: She hasn't seen, I don't think she's seen it yet. Um, and if she, if I don't assign it to her for the show, she probably won't. Uh, but <laughs> I, I I think she would give this a pass personally. I think she's. I don't think she's ever not given a Liam Neeson movie a pass.
1: I I think she's gonna think it's
0: way too long. Maybe. I mean, she, her, and I really liked the other one that we did. uh, The other ice, which Cold Pursuit. I, I really like that. That's on. That's a top end. The Liam Neeson movie. That's good. It's funny. And I do not like that. You might, you might just be out. You might just be. Uh, but that's all done. way
1: better than this, honestly. That's why I, I would have to. Yeah, go back. I'll, I'll agree with you
0: there. That is. A, if I, I was doing the Nick Cage better. of
1: this, I'd be like, yeah, I, I would go back and watch that again. Hundred. times. I gotta times. sign you guys,
0: sign, a Nick, just to show you, just to show you what a real bad movie is. Like, that, listen, like,
1: what, you've already shown me a really bad Nick Cage movie, and I can't
0: forget. I don't even it. know which one you're referring so. to.
1: Oh, um, it had to do with this. He showed him a picture of his family, and he was like, "Oh,
0: Between Worlds." Yeah, that is one of that's one of his best bad movies. That's a great bad movie. Terrible
1: movie.
0: Oops, they're dead. That oops, they're dead. Is the best. I just watched a newer one called Jujitsu, and that (laughs) oh lord. I mean, at one point he he he's like a samurai. He lives in a cave, but he wears a paper hats made of newspapers. (laughs) I love Nick Cage. He's so great. Well, Uh, you know, I mean, I have
1: to say that "Oops, You're Dead" has moved has worked its way into our family vernacular. So, I mean, because it's funny. It's it's a good. It is funny. It's got the it's
0: it's got the resonance and feel. It's got a stick factor. I remember it. (laughs) Oops, you're dead. Oops, they're They're dead. dead. (laughs) Yeah. All right, uh, that's another time. Until next time, I'm gonna do. I gotta do other stuff first. Uh, If you want to reach out to me on any of our social media platforms, do you recommend anything? Or I don't know questions, comments, any of that kind of also, stuff.
1: Also, widows coming up. I mean, we, need, we I don't think we've talked about that enough. So.
0: Yeah, widows coming up. Well, I mean, that's on the schedule. That's in a, what, 2 weeks?
1: Yeah, that's coming up. It's only well, we'll been be a doing year.
0: Widow. Yeah, but we've had, we've had plenty of other MCU shows which we haven't talked about any of those maybe we'll do something with those like a catch cool. up a catch up on the TV shows uh films with women in my life on Facebook you can reach out to me on Instagram I am Brennan underscore pod host and you can email the show films with the women at gmail.com thanks for being on the ice road anytime yeah trying to find a joke there. there's no jokes there's That's no jokes the... to
1: be made about this it's just
0: yeah. There's no oops, they're dead. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.
1: Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host on facebook at films with the women in my life and on twitter at films women pod finally you can email the show with questions and suggestions at films at gmail.com original music for the show was created by ian burke and chris iwanek original artwork created by nicole d'alessio this show is produced by brennan snyder thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies